Dunk. Are you serious? Friday nights, 11 till midnight. Indie, local, rock, dunk. All clear? Ah! 97.5 KMOD. Ah, welcome to the Dumpcast. What's up? It's Lunchbox. Promo Brady here as well. We've got some good stuff playing in the upcoming weeks. I know we talked about that last yes, week. Yes, we did. Uh, Josie Scott, we're still trying to iron out. Yes, he's still getting some stuff ironed out so he can come and join us for this. You've been busy trying to book guests. And yes. A lot of them, they're agreeing <laughs> to do it, but then... Then they don't give me information about when they want to do it. Yeah. I'm on Twitter all day, every day, which has been more lately than I've ever been in, in a long, long time. Yeah. And I got all these people saying, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm in. You're down. I'm down. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. When? And I hear nothing. I'm like, I know you're busy. I get that. You're probably touring or doing this or making that. And I'm patient, man. I can wait. But like a fool. I don't want to look like a fool. <laughs> Please. Well, possibly. Don't let me look like a fool. Possibly. We're going to get uh, Danny Boy from House of Pain. Yes. They're in Moscow right now, so. Might be a bit. And I think I read on his Twitter that he wasn't going to be back until since like November. Okay. So, we got a while. Uh, we got a while. We got a while on that one. That's on the horizon. Uh, Sonny from POD. I yes, saw that. He said, yeah, I'll cool. And then I didn't hear anything else back. But they're on tour right now, too. Right. Uh, in Europe. So, I'm going to have to wait a little bit. Yeah, Power Flow is opening yes. up for him, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, also, the band Dorothy. Yeah, she's the one that says, I'm down, and hasn't returned anything yet either. But I have faith in all these people. But the one you're most excited about, Living Color. Yes! He, I had to direct message him, Corey Glover, a Living Color, and hopefully he'll get back with me and we'll set that up soon because we were just talking about him right. on Dump. And all of a sudden, like he's followed me on Twitter. He followed me back and told me to direct message him. So I think this one's going to pan out. Everybody has their few celebrities that uh, they would be starstruck if they were to meet or talk to. So... Uh, that has this to excite you, yes. <laughs> so yeah, this man really helped me out to pump, becoming the person that I am now. So yeah, hopefully this will work out. All right, so this Domcast, we're going to talk about festivals and the commercial success over the year with festivals, how they've grown into what they are. Talk about some of the local festivals. Yeah. Obviously, we've got Rocklahoma and Hop Jam that's really taken off the yes, last few have. years or yes, so. Yes, we do. But the first festival I remember hearing about way before my time, obviously. Brady, you've been to a lot of concerts. This is the one I don't think you were at. No. <laughs> I, don't, I may have been thought of at the time, maybe. I don't I don't think I was. Yeah, but obviously, but the, the original Woodstock. The Woodstock, man. yes. That can 69. It was all about the music back oh, in the day. I, every time I see documentaries or films or whatever about it, it looked like it was a badass, fantastic time of music and nakedness. But it looked so, so, where do you sleep? And camping. And it looked like it all evolved from that one. They actually celebrated the 25th anniversary of Woodstock with an updated version in 94. And it kind of cracked me up. Okay, I was 14 at the time, Brady. Yeah. And I remember watching a lot of the coverage like on MTV and I was really eating it up because they had a lot of bands like Nine Inch Nails performed uh-huh. in the mud. They had Green Day, I think, was yep, on that Green Day. one. Link, um, not Linkin Park, Limp Biscuit. Well, Limp Biscuit was on the 99 Oh, the, no, that's what was the same. I forgot. There was yeah. two. Whenever they that's celebrated right. the, the 30th anniversary. But, uh, you know, looking back at it now, you look at like some of the bands that played and you this music festival that's all about peace and love and Metallica. Yes. Uh, Megadeth was a part of one of them. You mentioned 99. They had Limp Biscuits, yes. And people started rioting during Limp Biscuits yes. performance. things on fire and there was like a big circle around. It's like a tribal thing. I'm like, somebody's going to die today. 
The temps <laughs> horrible. We're well into the hundreds, and I think everybody's just delirious from from all the because I the believe heat. the water costs so much during that Woodstock. Everybody's complaining about how much the water costs. Yeah, you're here for Woodstock, and you're charging me five dollars for a bottle of ninety nine cent water. They're gonna get you. They're somehow. gonna get you <laughs> because this is the evolution of music festivals. It started out as this very political thing with the original Woodstock, and then somewhere along the lines, they're like, "Well, we gotta make some money off the anniversary of Woodstock." It. Things cost money. Somebody has to pay for this. We're gonna have ten dollar bottles of water. Uh. <laughs> Like Limp Biscuit performing, I think even Raging It's Machine was a part mm-hmm. of 99, if I remember yeah. right. But Limp Biscuit was the band that was performing on stage, and Fred Durst was yelling at the crowd because he said he could see people getting hurt in the crowd. Yeah. And so he would talk back to them after like one of the songs, like after they did Break Stuff or Nookie, and be like, hey, man, if you'd knock somebody down, pick them back up. up. It's the rules. <laughs> Pick them back up. I don't know what the world would be today if we didn't have music festivals. I mean, because we have concerts and then we have festivals. Even though they're both the same, they're completely opposite, totally different from each other. I always gravitate towards Woodstock, but then based off of that, there was a lot of them in the 90s that popped up. Obviously, Lollapalooza became a big thing. Uh, Perry uh, Farrell mm-hmm. started that whole thing. Yeah. And then there was Coachella, which uh, started out in California. It's really kind of random because uh, Pearl Jam had a dispute with Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. right? And so they decided to not uh, do a concert in L.A. They did it in a field mm-hmm. outside of the city. And I believe like 93 or so. That wasn't the original Coachella, but no. a lot of people point to that as like as a starting point yeah. for it. Yeah, because they wanted to get away from Ticketmaster and not be as charging so much money for it. But now look at it now to where it's like, I would say Coachella is like the number one festival. When you think of festivals in the U.S. anyway, it's Coachella. Last year, Brady, it made $92.5 million, man. Which is crazy. And it's like the place to be, to be seen. It's more like the fashion and being seen there than it is about the music, which the music is very cool. Yeah. But now it's like you have to wear like the right outfit. You got to be worth the right person. You got to be looking the right way and got to be drinking the right drink. Oh, yeah. And Kanye West is on stage right now. <laughs> it's like an afterthought to me when I think about Coachella. So probably if I ever go, probably not. I mean, the wife wants to go, which I would take her if she wants to go. But my opinion, I probably would never go to Coachella. Seems like it would be a, a once in a lifetime experience that everybody needs to do at some point. Now, you were talking about uh, the difference between American music festivals and European music festivals. Yes. What I found is this, as I was doing a little bit of research about this, there are three things that you have to deal with between a U.S. festival and a UK festival. Uh, number one is trash. We apparently are better about keeping ourselves tidy and containing the trash. Yeah. Unlike in the UK, where is this all over the place and they don't pick it up and you're just swimming in it and you're laying it, it's going nowhere until the festival is done. Like with Rocklahoma, wow. we're out there every day before the gates open, people are out there picking up the trash. There's like a vacuum, like lawnmower truck thing that sucks it all up off the ground. We're very hospitable. We're very, here ba- we're Oklahoma. good about that. UK, <laughs> no, you are going to lay in that trash until we are done, and you're done throwing the trash on the ground, and then we'll come in and pick it up. You know, I get it, funny. but then I, I came across this story not too long ago that in Denmark they brewed. A new beer that's called the Pissner. There was a European music festival where they had everybody pee in troughs. Well, there was a, a brewing company in Denmark that took everybody's urine. 
They cleaned it up and they used it as fertilizer for the hops in the grains that they were okay. Uh, they were growing yeah. for a certain beer. <laughs> I think it was. So, I love beer. You love beer, but I, I couldn't. Well, pee, <laughs> pee is very you know sterile. I mean, you won't die from it. It was just a thought in of case like you need it. I mean, tons of Europeans. But I get it. <laughs> I, I get just, it. Uh, uh, which brings up the second thing, bathrooms. That's the number two difference. Okay. Our bathrooms are like men, women, very separate. They're not the best clean clean things you can get into, but there's worse. Yeah. And like in the UK, where they're co, co-bathrooms, co-ed bathrooms, not co-ed. Is that the right word, co-ed? Yeah. Yeah. All right. It is the right word. Yeah. So men and women use the same bathroom, and they're all lined up. Some of them are open, so everybody sees each other, which, of course, in Europe, they're always cool with that. It gets so bad because it gets so filled and it overflows. So you got the trash and you got the feces all over the grounds now. So everybody's using the bathrooms at the same time all over the place. They don't get cleaned because they don't pick up the trash. So that's number two. My bathrooms. wife would hate this. That's her biggest complaint about Rocklahoma every year. It's like, oh, I got to go in the porta potty. Yeah. Got to tough it out just like everybody else. So imagine your wife in a Euro festival <laughs> having to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And she's sitting next to a guy. Using a bathroom. She wouldn't do she it. She would lose her. Yes. She would. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> after going to Little Fair, and I was like the only of three guys at the place, going to the men's bathroom, it was all women. So I had to go to the bathroom in front of, which is like, you know what? What am I going to do? I have to pee. It's funny. The, the filth is just free flowing in Europe, apparently, because if you go in a men's and women's room here in yes. the States, like the men's room, there's like fungus growing on the walls and stuff. And it's like you know, so dirty. But you go into a women's room and it's spotless. It's spotless. They have couches. Where you can, yes. It's all good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally different. The last one is the mud. Now, at Oklahoma, we've had some mud fests before. Yeah. But it's nothing compared to what's in the UK because all their festivals happen during the season where it rains a lot. I mean, they get rain anyway. No matter what time of day it is, it's going to rain. But they have so much mud during festivals that it is like, like a thing that sh- you have to come to the festival wearing mud boots to your knees. It's a given. No matter what outfit you have on after that, it's fine. But you're coming to a festival in mud boots. So with the mud, that's up to your knees. And the trash, that's all over the place. And the feces and the piss, all over the place. <laughs> and you're watching Metallica on stage. Man, they know what to do it. Do you, I don't know. I don't think, I, I don't know what to think about that being a acceptable experience in Europe. Yeah. But the one thing I can't accept is the nakedness. Well, in yeah. Europe, they get naked and don't care. You don't get arrested. They don't stop you. They don't have to walk around. When women, you're all over the place. Just Fancy free, all hanging out. Well, that's just acceptable in their yes. culture in general. You can turn on the TV if you go over there and visit. You can do it, didn't I, you? Yeah, didn't you used to live kid. in London? London, when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah. And it's all over the place. But if you do that here, you're going to get arrested. Well, especially in Oklahoma. And you're, you're going to get stopped. The Bible yes. Belt. You're, you're, it ain't yes. going to happen. Don't free a nipple here. <laughs> no freeing the nipples. It ain't going to work. So. Yeah. Remember there was a festival when we were, I think it was in the 90s, and uh, Sponge was out at the River Parks West Festival. Festival grounds, and mm-hmm. they got kicked off of stage because the lead singer dropped the f bomb. Yeah, I remember that's that a rule out there. You can't yes. cuss or anything. And we were just talking about um, Coachella. Here, it's a three day event, and this year's playing is Radiohead, Lady Gaga, Kendrick Lamar, DJ Khaled, Kaleo. The one that's compared to in the UK is Glastonbury, which is freaking huge. Okay, this is the largest and most talked about festival in Europe. It's the largest greenfield 
festival in the world, which means like like Rocklahoma, open field. This thing goes on for five days. Five days. Five days. These people have jobs? No. <laughs> and I thought it was bad when Rocklahoma first started because that was four days before they cut it down to three. I didn't realize oh, Rocklahoma, yeah, Rocklahoma, Rocklahoma used to be first four. started, it was like a good, it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was fun, but you wanted to like, you felt like you'd been rented by a semi. And this year playing at Gladstonebury is Radiohead, Royal Blood, Chris Christopherson, Foo Fighters, Katy Perry, Run the Jewels, Ed Sheeran, Beefy Clyro. Go to headliners. Yeah, that's that's an eclectic group. Yes, because over in the UK, their festivals are like more like a hodgepodge of people. They don't care about one genre. I mean, yeah. they have like the downloads of the like the metal festivals, but majority of their festivals are like this, where they just like have anybody who's everybody who's hot or now or want to see can play on the same stage. So you'll see Aerosmith going right after Slayer, Bam Bam, Katy Perry, Kendrick Lamar. Rage Against the Machine. I mean, like anything like that. That's interesting because I feel like that's what Lollapalooza and Coachella are like trying They're to trying do. They're trying to do. Because the one thing about our festivals is like like Rock on the Range or California Rebellion or even like Bonnaroo, which is trying to get in that format now because they're very eclectic when it comes to festivals as well. So yeah. we're getting away from that one thing, like you're going to get all rock or all pop or all metal. We're going to like hodgepodge it and give you a little bit of everybody, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Just got to get used to it. So in terms of local festivals, they've kind of evolved in this town over the years. I could think uh, back in the day, the Brady Block Party, but, but even before that, before they had that. D-Fest. Yeah, D-Fest. For a few years. And that started out as a local band festival. I remember the first year that they did it, they blocked off 18th in Boston. And they just had local It was band a short party. little strip. I yeah. remember that. And it was like, there were like four or five bars that held all the bands in one main stage. And then that really, I felt like, evolved into a pretty cool thing because they or they closed off uh, first in Detroit, the Blue Dome District. Yeah. And they had bands playing in various little bars in that little district. And then, of course, they had the main stages. I, I think one year Cake played it. The Ghostland so. Observatory was a part of it one year, Blue October. Uh, they're they're starting to get like some some big bands for it, and, and then it just went away. It went away. The last one was when the Flaming Lips played. It's yes. the last one I went to. Well, that was a Brady block party. Yes, and it got rained out. That's no, it was before, no. There was one where they did. There play. was really? there was yes, huh. there was because the mayor. I forget which mayor it was. She was talking in the microphone. They always have the little camera that sticks on the top of it, so you can see their face. But you just see from their nose and eyes, and it's made them really big and bug-eyed. Yeah. So she was talking, talking about welcome to you know D Fest. Things where everybody come out. The flaming lips, but the only thing you see was upper nose. You couldn't see your eye. I mean, it was just upper nose. So everybody kept laughing because the mayor's talking, and you're just looking up her nose. But that was the last, I think that was the last year, the D-Fest, because it just, yeah, like you said, just disappeared. But we had so many festivals come and go, like that one and Center in the Universe, which was starting to be really kick-ass. And now that's gone. It's like we just can't keep them. We have good two two good ones. Well, I feel like there's always there's always one festival that inspires a bunch of others, and I, I think we've kept on trying to recreate South by Southwest. We're never going to be a South by Southwest. I feel like that's what they're going for. I felt like that's what they were going for with D Fest. Brady Block Party was just more like they just got a bunch of cool bands, yeah, uh, to play downtown. Unfortunately tornado came, or it didn't come through but there was a threat of it and yeah then had a bunch of high winds that was crazy that was crazy 
Yeah, I was getting ready to watch Flaming Lips for the first time. I still have never seen Flaming Lips. I, I was really excited about that. The only thing I remember, Storm's hit, and I look up on the main stage, and I see Wayne Coyne with his, his big hair. Yes. Like, holding on no, for dear life. That was a man. bad day. Festivals. I think we still got the good two right now with Hop Jam going, kicking. I think that's going to stay here for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, it's been around for four years. Yes. It's the largest craft beer and music festival yes. and you know we've been a part of it every year with the uh, 97.5 kmod and our sister station 92 on the beat and we've seen firsthand the the crowds just grow bigger every year and bigger and bigger every year i was hoping d fest i mean not d fest but center and universe was going to stick around for a while and maybe it'll come back next year yeah maybe, maybe they took a break for this year dust it off you know and come back because that was really starting to be a good thing and it was making things happen around here but well i think hop jam is just such a cool unique idea of incorporating both beer and music i mean the craft beer part which is just is growing and growing every year in oklahoma there's tons of little local brewers that are popping up i'm even trying to yeah you are concoct my own beer get the lunch box going <laughs> maybe i'll have my own booth at it hop jam next good. year i will try it the first batch didn't go very well right. i had our beer connoisseurs uh steve scott our traffic yeah. guy and clark oh Bitter, yeah dixon uh try it i'll never forget the reaction they they drink a little bit i'm on the year in kmod they come in and they're like oh b well it's not the worst beer i've ever had <laughs> come on it, it tastes good it's a little fizzy a little fi- fizzy <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty tight with the Hanson crew. You, you spend the holidays together and stuff? I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, we're not that tight. We're yeah. tight, but not that tight. I won't go to barbecues or anything. <laughs> now that I will say no and not go. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but yeah, with Hop Jam and Rocklahoma being the second festival we have that's been here for like forever. I think we're doing pretty good in Oklahoma, having yeah. two really good festivals that we always can count on and depend on. And go to. And what I found out was that since we have Rockloma here, they have one similar in the UK called Download Festival. Okay. And this one lasts for three days and is metal, punk, and rock, which I've seen on what used to be Palladia. I don't know what it's called now. They have gigantor crowds. I don't know where they put all these people. I don't know where they park. I don't know where they live. I don't know what they do for a living, but it is so huge. I don't know how the people in the back can see anything in the front. There's like two sets of screens before you get to the stage to see who's on stage. Yeah. Two sets of screens. And they're like a good football field apart so everybody can see what's going on. And this year is System of a Down, Fine Figure Death Punch, Aerosmith, Steel Panther, Slayer, Rob Zombie, Prophets of Rage, AFI, Fozzy, there you go, hey. your band, yeah. uh, Clutch, and Ministry are like the headliners. Yeah, System of a Down is coming out with a new album at some point this year. Which I can't wait to hear. Usually UK's festivals either like our poppy or edm electronic based festivals now there's one you have to go i don't know if you heard about this one but go to youtube and look this up tomorrowland it's okay. in belgium is one of the largest in the uk but this one takes on three weekends because they do it in three different places so one weekend is in belgium another weekend it's in uh, brazil and then they have one here in the states and it's nothing but edm but it's like you're in a tim burton movie it's okay. so crazy and beautiful and weird. It's like you're in another world, like completely and totally in another world. And the people that go to these things, oh my God, I have not yet <laughs> to this day, every time I look it up, every year it comes, 
who's playing and the videos they make for these things, everybody's beautiful. Yeah, really? Everybody is beautiful. Is it like a requirement to it's, get in? It has the... to be like, are you beautiful? No, yeah. you cannot come in. Are you beautiful? <laughs> yes, you are. You make enter. I mean, it's like crazy. Where do these people live? I mean, anyway, Belgium, everybody's beautiful. I don't think there's a single ugly person in Belgium that I can think of. Here in the U.S., we're a hodgepodge. We're kind of like hit yeah. and miss. But the thing is, everybody wears little to no clothes. Everybody is partying like crazy. They stay up all day and night and never sleep. But like outside the fair, the festival grounds, like Rocklahoma, like the campgrounds, there's like a carnival going on. So you have like rides and fire eaters and um, circus acts and daredevil wow. things going on in the camping. And the camping's like crazy. Like they're like igloos that you look like. It's crazy how big this thing is. So one of these days, I'll brave it up. I might be too old to be going to this thing now. <laughs> But you tomorrow might not be able land, to get in. I might not. You, sh- you are the not pretty, too old category. You have to go. You have to go. The only thing I knew about Belgium up to this point is they have awesome waffles. I don't know that they got a well, yes. pretty kick-ass EDM festival EDM on top of that. Festival Tomorrowland. It's amazing. Even if you don't like that kind of stuff, just watching it just blows your mind about how this place comes out of nothing. The Edward Scissorhands movie? Yes. it's <laughs> dude, You have to look it up. When we're done, look it up. It's All crazy. Right. We'll get back to uh, Rocklahoma. Uh, when it started out, it started out as an 80s festival, right? It 80s hairband. You've 80s been to every bands. single one. Ever since the very first one. And I remember when they came here to talk to us about it. Like I just started here working not too long after before it started. And we're in this meeting, and they came to us like, all right, we got this idea. We're going to do a festival. And it's all 80s music. Okay, what do you really want to talk about? <laughs> no, 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 that was, that's it. And when they gave us the lineup, we're like, you know what? As cheesy it may sound, it sounds like a really cool idea and thing to go to. Because it was that time when 80s was coming back and festivals were popping up here and there. And there were all these bands were going back on tour because it was being in, a, in a, hot at the time. So when they did it and we first went out there, I have never been in prior that far in a prior way in my entire life. I didn't even know that place was there. Like, you just drive in the middle of nowhere, all of a sudden you have this big fairground, and it's just unreal. It's just such a funny aspect to it because whenever you make the drive out to Pryor for Rocklahoma and as you're driving out there, like, I'm passing all these fields. Yes. But why this field? Why this field? <laughs> What's so special about this one? Right. Then you go out there and he's like, you know what? This is why it's special. This is why yeah. it really works, and this is why this experience is so kick-ass. But... This thing's been going on for like 11 years now. We've had a festival for 11 years. And it's evolved. It evolved from an 80s festival. At some point, they started incorporating some 90s bands and some current bands. And now it's uh, developed into this awesome thing. I think I was reading an article on uh, TulsaWorld.com that uh, over 30,000 people are at yes, this year. Yes, it's amazing how much has grown. And it's crazy was when it first started out, the first two or three years, it was like huge. Like, bam. Like, people from around the world were coming. Yeah. I met people from Japan and Canada, and Switzerland, and Australia. I mean, all these countries. Prior Oklahoma. And it kind of, you know, you only get the same band so many times, and so many bands can only play it. I mean, they're kind of dying off, I guess you could say. (laughs) Not together, or members are lost here or there. The band weren't together anymore. I don't know. And when it started being what it is now, and it started to become huge again, and every time we go out there, it still amazes me, like, this is in Prior Oklahoma. Right here, in our backyard, this thing happens every year, and it's kick-ass. Getting to meet the people that listen to KMOD on a daily basis is always cool. It's, Rocklahoma Dick. That oh, guy's a trip, man. That dude. 
I love him and I can't stand him, hate him at the same time. I want to know what he does the rest of the year. <laughs> you know what? It's weird because when he comes out to our normal everyday remotes or events or giveaways or something, he's sober and he's normal. Like, I don't recognize him. It takes me like a little bit like, oh my God, okay. That's his one weekend yes, to let loose. To let loose and become Rocklahoma Dick. <laughs> Other than that, he is sober and very quiet and very, not all loud and shakes your hand. It's weird. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> so weird. So, so weird. I have a list here of the top five U.S. festivals. Okay. First one, of course, is Coachella. Sells out every year. Makes a lot of money. People love it. You know you're always going to get that photo gallery after it's done. And why is going on of all the hot famous even not famous hot people all the talent that's out there it's i'm not gonna lie it's cool just not my thing but it's the number one okay number two is south by southwest i still haven't under- been to one i have not either it always happens around my birthday our former boss gary weaver uh, gives me s every year go for free come you on go man. for free yeah, go always have something going on during that time yeah. every year it never fails but that's number two number three is one that will never ever ever go to no matter how much you paid me, I wouldn't go to this one. My brother's been twice. Okay. I think he's crazy for going. It's Burning Man. Burning Man. Burning Man. It's in the middle of nowhere desert. It is hot with no shade. It is dirty. It sounds like a horrible it idea is so for a festival. It's so dirty because there's no shade and it's all dirt. I mean, apparently it's like a big community that goes out there every year. Some bands play, but it's mostly about the community and getting together and they barter for things. I don't think there's like money involved. Okay. And you get the, I wouldn't say weirdest people, but you get a very eclectic people. You, the outfits are outrageous and crazy and awesome. No. I can't believe this one made the list. This one made, it's pretty big. Okay. I mean, it's huge. It's crazy how many people you see going out to this thing because our friend um, Rhonda. Yeah. She's it, been out she to Burning there? Man, I believe. Okay. Yes. My brother raves about it. He's like, it's one of those things, man, you got to go to once. I'm like, no, <laughs> you don't have to go once. None of I've that. I've seen you go. Out, I've, no, yeah. I've seen what goes on. The description you just read, no. none of that No, leads me to go, yeah. It's not my thing. I don't do drugs, and I really don't drink that much. And I'm not going to be doing none of that in a <laughs> desert with no water watching a man burn. No. <laughs> Number four is the Pitchfork Music Festival. Okay. This one's pretty big, too. And this is one I would go to. It's one of those, like, it's getting more eclectic with their um, artist. Yeah. But it's on point. This one's really good to go to. Number five is the Governor's Ball. I didn't know about this one. Governor's Ball. But every time I have looked it up, the acts that play this thing are huge. Like some of the acts? Yes. What are some of the acts? Like anything you want, like any of the big name acts. Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z has played. Okay. Um, Foo Fighters. Red Hot Chili Pepper. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. It's it's pretty big. Tool is actually headlining this year. Hey. Yeah. And number um six, only went to six, is Lollapalooza. Okay. Now, the thing about Lollapalooza, it used to be a touring act, like a touring festival. Yeah. Well, they still and, have a few of them. They got one yeah. in Brazil. They, but now it's just the one in Chicago and the one in Brazil, and then that is it. Yeah. Yeah, which is hard for me to go to because... When am I have time to go to Chicago? <laughs> right. And definitely, awesome I would love city. to go to Brazil. Yeah. But that's not going to happen either. If I can't go to not Chicago, DJ I'm not going to Brazil. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But that's one of those, like, is in our, like, 
we grew up with. Like you've always heard about Lollapalooza. Yeah. And you always saw it on MTV and who was playing and all the interviews. And it looks so amazingly kick-ass. And how it's grown from like this traveling tour to this. We're making two big stops. We're making those two big stops incredible. And we're going to make an experience that people will enjoy and get a lot out of, which I, I think I like about it. I like that. Finding a location, you know, like setting up shop, and then yeah. that's where it is every year. It's dependable. You know you can trust it. It's going to be here. <laughs> it's the tradition. Yes. It's, I like that. Yeah. But that brings me up to like sponsorship. Like Lollapalooza started off being like this great thing, and all of a sudden to get all these sponsors. Yeah, commercialized. Commercialized it, which I get. Got to make that money. something. Yep. But- which I think sooner or later you have Just to give into the man. How all festivals start out. They start yeah. out for the love of the music, and then at some point somebody comes in and is like, all right, keep this thing going. We're we going to have to sell some sponsorships. Yes. We're going to have to make some money I'm here and there. Money. You got any money? I want yeah, money. right? I- <laughs> all right, call up Monster, see if they want to. Yeah. <laughs> but I realize when it's sponsorships, that keeps the price of the tickets low. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I don't want to pay $500 for something where you can give me a 450 Right. So I'm not going to knock it. If anything, I want to experience one of those UK festivals at Man, some point in my life. I, I'm not going to lie. I love EDM music. I do. I'm too old to be listening to it and too old to be going to yeah, shows. Yeah, we could be the old guy, the yeah, cool old guy. I am guys the old the guy bag, in the bag. Bobbing like, our head a little yes, bit. Yes, and all these little kitties <laughs> running around all doing their thing. I remember the last time I went to one, it was um, Excision. And me and my wife were there, and the guy who was next to me probably was like 17. Yeah. And he looks up at me, and he's like, whoa. He's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, you know what, man? I think you're pretty cool. I'm like, really? Well, what I do? He's like, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. <laughs> I still want to be going to these things, man, when I'm your age. I'm like, you don't even know how old I am. <laughs> what? Ah. <sighs> That's when I realized I may be too old. But you know what? I like it too much. I'm not going to give it up. I'm not. But going to this like a concert at the Canes or the EDM show is amazing. Yeah. So going to a festival when it's all around is like, there was one that was, oh, my God, I forgot all about that one. There was one in Oklahoma City that happened one time. Yeah. And it was like three big main acts. It was like um, Bass Nectar, Skrillex, and I forgot who. Um, um, Would it be Dead Mouse? No. It was... Um, I forget the name of the third one. Yeah. So I, I, didn't, I didn't go on that Sunday. Yeah. And it was one of the coolest things you'll have ever been to because it was like the big main stage. Yeah. And then all around it were like small little tents. But each one of those tents had a DJ inside of the tent. Yeah. And so if you wanted to go this one, you go, I mean, it was just like incredible. The atmosphere, like people were really nice and they were awesome. And you got to watch all this amazing music. And then people didn't just didn't care about what you did or what you were wearing or who you were. It was really incredible. But the awesome thing about it was all the ass you saw out there. <laughs> yeah. Especially at an EDM it's concert, like, man. It's you get be... hot and people start taking off clothes. <laughs> and they're not wearing much clothes when you get there anyway. Yeah. But the point is, like, the music was really badass. It makes you, like, all these people, what I'm, I like about it is, or with any concert or any festival, you're there to see one thing. And everybody's there to go see that one thing. So you all together are joined in this big group. Like, we're here together to experience this thing. And to see everybody react at the same time when that thing happens is just freaking amazing. I don't care if you're watching Foo Fighters or Metallica or Bass Nectar. I mean, anything. I mean, whatever it is. When that one point of that concert hits and everybody's 
banging their head or jumping at the same time. There's energy in the crowd. You, you can feel it like of bouncing that. off of you. It's just one of the most amazing things you'll ever experience in your entire life. So anybody who's never been to a festival or a concert and experienced that, then you're doing something wrong. Well, hopefully we got you excited about some of the festivals coming up. Hey, we got two good ones here at Tulsa Hop Jam and Rock, Lahoma. And hopefully we introduced you to some festivals you didn't know about. This is the Dump Cat. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KM.